You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, everyone, it's Mr. You. Hope you guys are enjoying season three so far. Now, last season in season two, I promised you guys that this season would be a season of change for They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. I'm keeping that promise to you guys today. In addition to the full-length episodes you guys are already enjoying, sharing, and subscribing every Thursday morning, I'm going to offer you guys something extra. We call those podcast shorts. Maybe once a week and throughout the course of the month, we'll offer you some short bursts of encouragement a little shorter than our full-length episode to kind of help you through the day. Maybe some timely information, some things you may need to know, maybe things to make you think. So you'll have your full-length episode like you always do every Thursday morning, but along with that, a little something extra to help you win the day. So I hope you enjoy all that's taking place. If you don't mind, keep riding with us. Enjoy our podcast short called Journey Through the Marketplace. I know you'll enjoy it. Hey fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this short perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long, but it'll definitely hit strong, keeping it all the way short. Let's take a quick but consequential journey through the marketplace. I know we're in a time and place where people are shopping from home now. More specifically, they're shopping from their mobile phones. I know it's not weird to many of you, it's become your normal. Some of you guys were even born when this was in the norm. Many of us are seeing this for the first time. We download apps, we create accounts and user profiles, and even some random person can pick up our groceries by brand name and price and preference and deliver them to our houses. Go figure, right? I don't think we can give COVID credit for this. Some of us may want to, but this was bound to happen at some point. I've seen the wheels of technology and innovation happening for quite a while now, probably the last 20 or 30 years even. Thanks a lot, Amazon. But here's a thought to take with you on the road to innovation, something you might want to think about. Innovation isn't bad. Technology isn't bad. It may not have been intended to be bad as it was created and made, but it can be used in bad ways. It can be used to be a crutch more than it is a support. One thing I'll tell you right now, there's something to be said for seeing things for yourself. Now, what does that mean exactly? Now, when you venture to the marketplaces, although there are many options for purchase, having the items in your hand, reading the instructions and the warning labels, if they have any, seeing how many are actually left on the shelves, maybe how good they're doing, how long have they been on that shelf? All those things are heavily underrated, especially in today's times. Now, are you the type that needs to see it to believe it? Or are you the type that believes it and imagines it before you can actually see it tangibly? If only there were just two types, right? There's also a third type, the ones that see it and still won't believe it. They are skeptical, doubting, and overall unable to trust others, including themselves. As much as that applies in your local markets and stores, it means so much also in the watering holes. We make judgments about people that hinder our ability to grow and even learn. We look at social media and people who connect with us, we call them 
our friends. We barely have a connection. We don't talk. We don't interact a lot of the time, but we call them our friends. We invite them into our life. We tell them about our problems. We even tell them what we eat every night at dinner. We make judgments about people that hinder our ability to grow and even learn. Social media doesn't help us in that regard. But in today's world of innovation and technology, we think we can get by with the minimal amount of effort. That's the attitude that lands you smack in the middle of Averageville. Social media is a great example of that because we look at connecting and saying hi and making friends and sharing tips and coupons and ideas and Instagram posts. And we think that we're connecting. We think that we're flowing in the realm of communication, but we're not. We've taken the easiest route. We've taken the less difficult means of communication and growing and developing as people. We've landed smack in the middle of Averageville. And to be honest with you, we can do a lot better. We are made from an above average blueprint. We're positioned to think differently, to think higher, to think broader, to have more range, to have more vision, to reach wider and farther and deeper. We are extraordinary beings. Not because of our intellect or our job skills or how well we can speak or our diction or not even who we're related to, but we have greatness in our DNA. It's embedded inside of us. The limitations that we normally see so prevalent in us, we can call those or describe those as foreign elements, so to speak. They are not in the original ingredients. They're foreign elements. They're not in the original packaging. They're foreign elements. They were not added by the manufacturer. They're foreign elements. We allowed ourselves or someone else who doesn't have our best interests and intentions at heart to arbitrarily add a new wrinkle or one of these foreign elements into our already good mixture. Imagine if you were in the kitchen trying to cook something that was it was very specific and according to recipe and someone just walks into your kitchen and adds something different, maybe a pinch of this or a dash of that, and you were unaware of it. How does that impact your final outcome? The dish you're trying to create, the menu item, how is it impacted? Of course it is. It's greatly impacted. Those ingredients that people try to add or that we allow people to add or that we add ourselves that are not part of the original mixture, it could be comfort. It could be ease. It could be avoidance of conflict. It could be isolation. It could be low self-esteem, just to name a small handful. Would you agree that everything that's easy isn't necessarily good for us? Could you agree that to that? That everything that's easy isn't necessarily good for us? Sure, it feels good. It pushes the buttons of comfort, but is it actually good for us? We make a lot of assumptions when we allow ourselves to become so comfortable with as little information as possible. And as little effort as possible, too. As easy as the world at large and the circumstances around us seem to be making it for this combustible mixture, we have to take a more active approach. Basically, we got to fight back against the urge, subtle as it may be, to accept the norm of not caring, 
the regular standards of yielding to whatever feels right or simply stop pressing toward the blueprinted standard we are inevitably made to live out and represent. Sometimes we may not feel like it. We may not feel anything at all toward this. We may not even see it. We may not have anybody around us to verify it or come in agreement with us or justify it. But there's no discounting the need for faith, especially in today's times. As much as I love the idea that on a busy day when I can't get my groceries, somebody can bring them to me. At the end of the day, being the person that I am, I want to see what I'm getting. I want to see the ingredients before I get the groceries. I want to see if it makes sense for me to buy this brand as opposed to this brand. This brand may be cheaper, but it could also be similar or even better. It may have less preservatives. It may have less additives. All it doesn't have is the name of the product I've been used to, the brand name that I've become accustomed to. There's no discounting the need for faith. And at some point, we have to engage in trust without the benefit of sight. I know that's true. Sure, you can digitally delegate tasks while you work on important things. We do it all the time, don't we? But there's a very present danger of missing a key opportunity, a divine encounter, or maybe even an opportunity to be encouraged. Get lifted up by the smile of someone else or a handshake or good morning. Or you might happen upon a life-changing experience. Any of those things can happen and even greater. I just challenge you guys today. In all of your living, you got to ask yourself, can you live with a life without a smile from someone or a handshake or the opportunity to be encouraged or perhaps a key opportunity that you would have missed if you stayed home or a divine encounter or some kind of life-changing experience. In all your living, ask yourself, can you live with that? Keeping it all the way short. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.